Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. Julie Girl is a weekly podcast presented with an unfiltered foray into all things Big Brother. This podcast was intentionally created from an alternative POV. Big Brother has a vastly diverse fan base, but the majority of the community's content feels skewed, and we wanted a place where we could be as real as possible, talk about what's really going on in these BB streets. You can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. We would love it if you would like, comment, and share our episodes and subscribe so we can stay connected. If you ever have any fun suggestions for things you'd like to hear, feel free to let us know. Also, any other comments or concerns you have, you can slide into the DMs on Twitter at @juliegirlpod or send an email to juliegirlpod at gmail.com. And you can go to the website, juliegirlpod.com. Dot com. Zachary! Hi. What up? Hey. It's good to see you. It's great to see you. How are you feeling today? You guys, the AC was on when I came in today, <laughs> so it's not hot. My microphone is fixed today, so I'm going to be playing with it the entire episode. Ain't no shaking this week. No. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to? How's your weekend? My weekend has been actually really fun. Um, I went to the Iggy Azalea album release oh, show. Fun. That looked really fun. It was actually really great. She's actually impressing me a little bit. I was like, come on, Iggy. Right? That album is actually pretty solid. It is. And I it's it's very rare that somebody goes from being at the top and then having a big fall and then coming back independently Mm -hmm. where they're controlling what they're doing and I appreciate that she took the time to do that yeah well I think she's always been better when she was independent like her mixtapes like back in the day like when I was in college used to be fire yeah I mean not that I didn't like her first album or I guess her only other album you know (laughs) but um it was like after that, and when she was just putting out the singles, it just didn't slap as hard as like the other stuff at all. And so, I don't know. It was a really fun show. High energy. If you're in New York, she's gonna be there next week. You guys should go. Um, it's, it was fun. And Banji opened for her. Really? And did this like whole set, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. That's yeah. awesome. I went to to that show on Friday. I was Friday gonna ask you how was, was your show. It was really it was so much fun. Um, it was a little rough in some of the sets. Like, A. Marie came out, and she was like, my set's going to be a little short today. I've had technical difficulties. And she started singing, Why Don't We Fall In Love? And everybody was waiting for the music to kick in. And it was like, crickets, crickets, where's the music? <laughs> and she only sang half of it, and then she stopped. And then she, like, went into another song, and then she went into one thing, and then she was done. And it was like, this is it? And I was like, Little Mo's set was longer than this. What's going on? Yeah, how long did each of them play for? Because it was like five there people, were, Yeah, right? it was Brandy, Monica, um, Carrie Hilson. I would say Iggy Azalea. <laughs> no, um, Lil Mo and Amarie. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Mo played play for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Amarie played for like 
five. 15, <laughs> maybe. Not even 15. Probably like 10 minutes max. And then um, Carrie Hilson played for about 25 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, she and didn't do Hustler. She didn't do Hustler. Hustler is my favorite song. Love that song. Um, and then um, Ashanti had probably like 45 minutes to an mm-hmm. hour. which But her her production quality needs to work. She needs to work on that. Because those videos look like they were shot on an iPhone. I was like, girl. And uh, I, I saw her with Ja Rule like a year or so ago. And... It was rough. I mean, was she it? was. She sounded amazing, but like the stage and everything. She like had like a wardrobe change, but it was like on stage. She literally had her clothes rack like right on the side of the stage and walked in there <laughs> and just put something else on. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, I saw her at Soul Aquarius like maybe two years ago, uh-huh. and she was great. Her, yeah. and, but it was her and Ja Rule. But it was a great show. Yeah. So I was surprised to see this show not be as solid. Um, then Brand- Brandy did about an hour. Um, and her show was she at first I thought she was lip syncing and then <laughs> she started and then she started getting into it then it was better and then I, I loved it um, but it just didn't feel solid you can tell she hasn't been like really perfecting anything yeah. but then Monica tore it down Monica put on a show I was like yes Monica showed these girls how Street it is Symphony? no she didn't sing Street Symphony it's just like my favorite song I love Street Symphony I love too. that I remember waiting for that music video to come on in the morning <laughs> her in that big long black dress like all around her right but I know it was great street, yeah. I it was beautiful night of but R&B the question is did they sing the boys mind together Brandy had the boys' mind come on at the end of her set, and everybody thought they were going to transition from Brandy's set right into Monica's set mm-hmm. with the boys' mind, but it only played like a transition. I was like, y'all are trash. <laughs> y'all need to Why? get over yourselves. Get over yourselves. I just saw like an interview the other day. I don't know if it, I guess it was like a newer interview with the two of them. I think they were talking about this show or whatever and how they really? were able to like put like squash their beef and like you know uh-huh. just like move on and all this shit. And so I was like, oh, they're totally gonna do the boys mine at this show. But they did. Okay, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't miss anything other than Carrie Holson. <laughs> yes, um, but no, it was fun. And yesterday we went on a hike. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, you know Nature I'm not the hiking. I'm not really the man of the woods. Into that BB camping thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Listen, I'm taking this seriously, y'all. <laughs> Trying to see what that camp life is about. Exactly. Yeah, I was climbing rocks and crawling through creeks. Mm-hmm. I was getting my whole Where wilderness life. It was um, in Altadena. How um, far away is that? Not. It's like Pasadena area. Because I really wanted to go to that water. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it looks really cute. It's really nice. Uh, I'll tell Spirit. you about it. <laughs> That's what Watch the- My mom got in the waterfall <laughs> and I was like, Spirit. Or what, what is the other one? I'm something way bigger. <laughs> the biggest. I love that song. Um, um, yes. Speaking of that, The Lion the King. The Lion King. I loved it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, it was, I went in with a lot of expectations, mm-hmm. and that's always a bad thing. Um, and I, I just didn't feel connected to it. I felt like it went really quickly through some of the scenes. I didn't get enough time. Like, Whenever, I don't want, I mean, I'm, I was about to say spoil it. Duh, you've probably seen The Lion King, you know what happened. Mm-hmm. But when Nala and Simba first see each other again, it happened so fast that, like, the Can You Feel the Love Tonight happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. You didn't even get a chance to really, like, process it. So it was just like, it was, I don't know, it was hard to connect until the second, well, the second half after Timon and Pumbaa came in was so much better than the first half. I thought Timon and Pumbaa were so funny to me. 
Um, I mean, Billy Eichner is a, I mean, Seth Rogen is great, but Billy Eichner, I felt, stole the show between it. He was, oh, absolutely. uh, yeah. He was hilarious. Hilarious. I feel like he was the star of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, he was like, what is it going to be called? Brad? I can't remember (laughs) what it was. (laughs) Like something with the name. It was great. But no, I, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to go see it again next weekend. Um, just so I can see it without expectations. I loved it. Everyone, everything that I've read is people saying that like, oh, the lions like don't express enough emotion. But I'm like looking at it as a Discovery Channel documentary with the Lion King story in the background. Like right. they're supposed to be real animals. And I don't know if y'all have cats. I have a cat, <laughs> and that's about all their face does. Right. You know, so like I'm I not trying to have a, a lion smile. Right. I mean. Like that would be creepy. Yeah. That's it. Would be like that Sonic movie that they had to redo because <laughs> that shit is scary. You like or see their cats teeth. movie. <laughs> Stop. I am so excited for that. Cats. Looks a mess. They showed the commercial. Jennifer Hudson looks a mess. Look, have you ever seen pictures of the Broadway cats? <laughs> I have. Okay, it, they all look scary. I know, it's just, but it is what was... it is. So it's either them going to be in leotards or they're going to be in like leotard CGI things. And so they just went with the CGI route. Duh, it's 2019. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I'm stoked for it. Jennifer Hudson singing Memory in the uh, commercial is everything. It showed before The Lion King, and I literally, I just get chills every time. She has... Jennifer Hudson's voice is just amazing, like perfect. Um, but yeah, no. The only other thing that I have to say about Lion King, and we can move along, is I wish that they would stop not putting "He Lives in You" in the movie. What do you mean? I like they put it on the soundtrack and not in the movie, and it wasn't in the movie, right? And like that's, I mean, I, I know it wasn't in the original movie, but it's like from the Broadway, and it's like easily the best song. Right. Like it's the most emotional. And it wasn't it in Lion King too. I think so. That was but, like the main song for Lion King too. Yeah, but I don't care what it was. It needs to be in the first one because it's also <laughs> in the Broadway show. And that whole like scene where he's like looking in the water and stuff. Right. Would have been a beautiful moment to have it. Honestly, cut Beyonce's spirit song out because yeah, that, that was, was awkward. That was awkward when they were running and especially the parts that they used and how they did it twice. Yes. It was just like if so It did strange. not feel, it didn't feel yeah. uh, like smooth at all. It felt no. obvious. Like, yeah. okay, y'all gonna put this big old Beyonce song in it. Right. And we're already having to deal with Beyonce talking in the yeah. movie, so hearing her sing is like a little difficult. And honestly, Beyonce talking in the movie was the most distracting part. Really? I, I didn't like her as Nala. I thought certain parts were good, but then there were certain parts Let's where I was lions. like, "Let's go, lions! Yeah, lions, are you with me?" Right? Like, okay. <laughs> I was like, that was That's real Beyonce-ish. Yeah. But there were some moments where she was just really soft, and yeah. I felt like she emoted Nala really well. I guess I just was. Like, no, <laughs> this is Beyonce. I can't. No. But yeah, they needed to put that. They could have either taken that scene out or they could have taken the scene where we watched Simba's hair go on a seven day vacation across the entire world. Like, ain't <laughs> nobody need to see that going rolling through duty and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> duty. It was I, I was trying to figure out what was going on because wasn't it dust in the cartoon? Like Simba mm-hmm. fell and the dust just ended up there. Mm-hmm. Like that made a. I mean, obviously they used it in a way to kind of move the story along. Yeah. But I felt like the whole Rafiki thing was underplayed. I felt like mm-hmm. he should have had more of a role and more personality. Like in the cartoon, he's so fun and bubbly and had such a character. But the thing is, going into this movie, guys, you have to remember these are real animals. Well, they're not real. They're like bank believe. But it's. I thought Rafiki was fine. I didn't. I didn't, Everyone was like, "Oh, Scar is not, you know, as dramatic like enough." But I loved Scar. I, I, I thought Scar, Scar was like one of the best ones. Yes. Yeah. I. I don't know. I thought it was beautiful. Like I said, I felt like I was watching Discovery, Natural History Channel, whatever you want to call <laughs> it. Um, it was fun. I really liked it. I recommend. I give it like a 
seven and a half out of ten. I would say about a seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. So let's rate BB twenty one. I give it a one. <laughs> if that that was that was generous. That was me on a generous tip. Uh, thank you for listening to the Lion King podcast. And um, that's about as excited as we're going to get this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed it. So, y'all, <laughs> let's just jump in to the BB21 world. Twitter this week, did you find anything that you liked? Um, My favorite clip this week that I saw was from Tombs. Tombs underscore BB. He had a picture of Nick in his head. That was a weird chip, and it was Nick, and he was looking like he <laughs> he was he had his face scrunched up with that you know when he picked the veto chip, mm-hmm. and he was like Ooh. he was like uh, Jackson or something <laughs> or whatever he said. Tombs changed it to say unemployed. <laughs> Wait, we need to talk about this because I don't know what's going on, but I keep saying, did he really get fired? Did they make well, an announcement or something? They didn't. No, they didn't make an announcement. People are kind of just jumping to conclusions mm-hmm. and assuming that he did because he, on his LinkedIn, it says he's working for a certain uh, company. Mm-hmm. And so that guy who owns that company, they were talking to him on Twitter and all up in his DMs asking about Nick and saying that he needs to get fired and all of this stuff. Um, and the guy was like, he does not work here. I don't know who this is. So mm-hmm. they're like, uh, are they saying that he doesn't work here anymore? Did he get fired? And then people were also found another company he worked for and started filing formal complaints against him. And it's it's just a mess. And I don't, I do not condone people messing with people's outside lives. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if he gets fired, I mean, I'm... I, I mean, as long as you're not one of the ones sending in something. Oh, no. I'm, yeah. I would never do that about for anybody. Yeah, I don't y'all care. Y'all are wild. <laughs> I don't care enough too to much. do that. Yeah. But, but at the same time, Nick does not need to be doing therapy for anyone. All, for they, nobody. No. Not a single Mm-mm. soul. Um, I don't even need him serving me my like drink at Starbucks. <laughs> he going to make me feel bad about myself. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to walk out crying. Yeah. It's... if. If he works in the mental health industry like he says he does, he needs to find a new career path because he has no empathy. And yeah. he, well, that's a lie. He does have empathy. He just doesn't assert it on a general level. It's only when he feels like he wants to. And that's not the way that I want somebody working in the mental health industry to operate. Yeah. Uh, it's so ridiculous. It's, it's so stupid. Um, so did you find anything on Twitter? Yeah, actually, when I was in Starbucks this morning, I uh, ran across Ovi, who said, when you realize you're supposed to play Big Brother and not the great American baking show. <laughs> and then he has like a shot where it's like it, it getting closer to his face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was making them cookies, though. Ooh, no. He was baking up a storm. That, that made me laugh. Um, so he's on Twitter now. Are people being nice to him? Uh, I didn't look that far into it. I haven't seen, I saw that David is now on Twitter and I'm terrified for his life (laughs) because people have been going in. Did you see his Instagram? He only has like one One post. That was the one, it was three hours ago. David's Instagram got demolished. David had to turn the the comments off. People were going in. People going after David. Well, because David, people were upset with David because he didn't support Kimmy and he talked a lot of mess about her. And he joined in with Grateful and all the other trash in the house to mm. bash her. And he was he would say little sly things when she would walk out the room and all these things. And so it was it was frustrating for a lot of people because being the only other black person in the house for you mm. to join in while they're all bashing the black girl is a horrible look. And it really upset people, especially when he wasn't 
um, he they didn't they don't like him. They were talking so much mess about him. So yeah. it's like he's trying to just play into to, with all these white people to feel at home while he's bashing this other black girl. It's not a good look at all. So I completely understood why people were mad at him. Um, but they went in. Ooh. But he's on Twitter now, apparently. So <laughs> let's see how this goes. Did he say anything? He just said he was. He didn't say anything about anything specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, Kimmy is on Twitter. Did you see her thing she posted? I saw that she posted the the message. Yeah. But she hasn't posted anything other than that, has she? No, she hasn't. She posted a message yesterday saying, thank you to everyone for all of the love and support this season. It has truly been a one-of-a-kind experience. I'm extremely disappointed and disgusted by the behavior I'm being made aware of that occurred thus far in the Big Brother house. The degrading and threatening comments made by some house guests and laughed at by others are outrageous and hard to see. I'm saddened to be associated with such a negative display of human character, and I'm horrified that this is now a part of my life story. It's unfortunate how the season has transpired thus far, and while I appreciate the support, I do ask that the negative comments that have been made in my defense stop. I do not want to perpetuate the same negativity that I received in the house. Kisses, Kimmy. Say it louder for those in the back, Kimmy. I know. (laughs) But, like, I told her, I was like, girl, we love you, we support you, but when... Uh, Bangs and Jackson and Bella the Rat get online, you just need to close your eyes for a little bit because they are going to go in. And they deserve to go in because these people have been horrible this season. And, of course, you know, like people who are being really ridiculous, sending, sending like death threats and stuff, that's not needed. Yeah. But I absolutely need people to make sure that these trash people understand their behavior and understand how they affected the people on the outside because it has been hellacious to witness did you see the video of her getting home i did when she was crying i was like i don't i couldn't tell if it was like a positive i know i couldn't tell if it was like happier like sad like what did i just do yeah like i'm finally getting out of the house and seeing you know what all these people were saying about me and how the world was viewing me yeah and now i'm affected by it or if it was like i'm just so happy to be home i'm so happy to see you the part where she says i am horrified that this is now a part of my life story is like really sad it's really telling like a part like that is such i'm I've never heard someone say that who's come out of Big Brother. Like, I hate that this is going to be something that lives with me for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. Because it's not just a summer for these people. This is literally something that is a part of them. It's usually, like, them. they come out and they're, like, defending themselves and stuff like that. But they're never saying, like, they regret what they did. Or they regret the experience or anything like that. Where I feel like she, like, may genuinely, like, regret even going into that house at all. Absolutely. David probably does, too. Because he literally got (laughs) nothing out of it. He might get some followers, but... What did you do? You he know what I mean? I like, mean, he was like he was stuck out the in a hotel week. room was, forever. I think he, I think he was at like the sequester house yeah. though. So like yeah. he was at a house for a week by himself, mm-hmm. and then he was in the house for two weeks. That's some e pray love shit. He had some time to reflect, <laughs> meditate. I wish I could be in a house by myself for a week. <laughs> but then just to get out and have nothing but well, not nothing. I think there are there are some people that are supportive, but have a lot of hate come your way, and a lot of people that are upset with you. Well, do you think he was just? talking to the other side because he thought like maybe I'm going to get in the game let me get on their good side so he was just playing the game you know I mean it's not great that he was talking about Kimmy by any means but you know at the same time if they're talking about Kimmy he's not going to be like oh don't say that about her as we've discussed, because I mean, he doesn't want to hurt his game. Out of the game so it's I like, mean well and he, and but that, he this is, was before he was like like but he's 
there was a chance that he, he could come, come back, back in the game. you right. know? So yes, he wants to he, have that alliance. Even when he was in the room with just Ovi or by himself, he would mm-hmm. say things. Mm-hmm. Or he would just, it wasn't a positive thing. You could tell it was a lot of stuff that he actually meant. Yeah. And Kimmy didn't really like him either. So it was like, yeah. it was a weird situation. And I do understand, like, you know, it's, I don't find it a big deal if two people don't like each other. Just because they're the only two black people in the house don't mean they have to like each other. Yeah. But at the same time, I do wish that there was a level of support because of what was going on. And now that we haven't really discussed everything that's gone on this week, but now that they're out of the house and we've heard their side of, you know, their perspective on things, mm-hmm. they don't really, it's not like, it doesn't seem like they're really giving us much to work with when it comes from our perspective on the show. Mm-hmm. Meaning... David basically was saying that it wasn't racial. Any none of the situations yeah. in the house were racial, and Ovi like it just they just seemed very clueless when they were coming yes. out. Because Julie Chen's like you know like do you what did she say? How did she say it about like the three of them sitting there? She you had a lot about? of questions. She had like something. She had a lot of questions. Well, uh, and uh, let's jump into okay. just the rundown. Run it down. Run it down. Right, right. I just don't want to get too carried away. Mm-hmm. Um. So, where we left off last time. Well, <laughs> I do want to say, it's always so awkward because there's situations that happen in the house that are so big to the story, like that HOH powwow last week, and that's why I wanted to talk about it last week. Mm-hmm. But after it was on the show, now we're going to talk about it again because now you've seen what, what it was for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, the last situations we talked about last week were the HOH Ego Fest and just the the banishment of Nicole and the treatment of Nicole and all of that. So after you you saw that on the episode, how did you feel about it? I mean, I felt bad for Nicole. <laughs> I mean, duh. I mean, there's no there's nothing else to like feel. You know, you just felt for her. It was really hard to like see her crying on like television and just knowing that everyone is just so shitty and the whole like argument between like her and Bella and stuff. Like Bella is just like it's like girl, you got called shut up. Like, so you know, stupid. I just I hate when someone does something wrong and they just can't like admit. Th- I mean, I get it. It's the game. She doesn't want to admit that she's doing anything wrong or that she's doing whatever, but like just, like, flipping it around and pinning it on someone else and, like, pushing it on them when you sit there and you're, like, looking at them cry and you know that they didn't really do anything wrong, that you're, like, the shitty person. Like, right. it, it was just, like, really hard for me to watch. It is it's so difficult. And it was just so fucking annoying. And I hope Bella's mom is so disappointed in her. The most disappointed. I hope that Bella comes out and her mom just, like, hits her <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just want her to, like, disown her or something. She, I mean, if that was my daughter, I don't know how I would react when they came home because mm-hmm. Bella is honestly she's been such a disgrace I think the way that she's handled herself mm-hmm. she hasn't done many positive things a lot of the stuff that she's done in the house are questionable and it's sad because she really believes these lies she's telling I yeah. I believe she does because there's no way that she can say these things and really and really think that and, and the only the only thing that makes sense to me is that she really believes the things that she says, even though they're lies, and she knows it. And I feel like that's a mental disorder. I don't not saying you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying that she has a mental disorder. But we got a therapist in the room. <laughs> Nikki coming for your job. <laughs> but like I feel like that's that's terrifying. Yeah, you know it's it's crazy. Well, it's also upsetting because it seems like the people that she gets in the arguments with were the ones that were like her friends. Like cut to like her and Kimmy. Like we're like really good friends at the beginning, you know, and doing cute stuff. Cut to her and Nicole, you know, like her dressing up Nicole and being like really cute. And it seems like she's just like. 
ruining all of her friendships and people who would have actually probably been on her side and worked with her for like a guy who's a piece of shit. Right. This is like the definition of women. Like, don't let men do shit. Like, you know, don't fall for that guy. It's really Go drink some water instead. (laughs) You know, like... This Especially is, in a game. Like, yeah, what are you doing? No. Like, she's really, like, othered people who had her back 100%. Yeah. Like, she could have used She's beyond other them. She's, like, attacked them. Absolutely. And, like, I mean, she's there's playing no going back. She's a horrible game. Yeah. Like, I haven't... Well, we've seen a lot of people play horrible games, but I think she's one of the first people that are actively trying to play a game, and it's actively horrible. <laughs> I thought you were going to say actively trying to play a horrible game. <laughs> she is really trying to just fuck up her chances. She really is. Like, it just yeah. makes no sense to me. Um, and it, it was pissing me off, too, because when she was having this conversation, well, this argument with Nicole, how condescending she was mm-hmm. when she was just like, I'm not here to listen. Um, I mean, I'm not here to talk. I'm just here to listen or yeah. no. Whatever she said, yeah. you know what I mean? It was really condescending. And then for her, they didn't show it on the episode, but she, um, Christy and Nicole had a conversation. And I, th- I think, I don't I don't really remember 100% what happened, but the she said she, she promises on her grandparents' grave. Mm-hmm. And then when Bella spun it, she was like, and you, prom- you like swore on your grandparents, but your grandparents are dead or something like that. So it was just like, why would you ever bring that up to somebody, especially somebody you're attacking and somebody you're having this uncomfortable situation with, somebody that everybody, pretty much 75% of the house, just shunned away and wouldn't let them talk to you. And then you're going to throw the fact that her grandparent is dead. Like, that is such, it's it's mean. It's hurtful. And then for Nick to come in the room and, and be like, Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so frustrating. And Tommy was such a bad mediator. He didn't do anything. It was reminding me of myself when I was mediating for you. Uh-huh. I was like, Tommy, you suck. You need to be <laughs> regulating this room. Like, what are you doing? Let me come in there and show you how it works. <laughs> um, but no, he, he just, he was so irritating. Um, but Nick was like, are you even... Are you even a health specialist? Are you even sick? Like, he was talking about her anxiety, like we, I mentioned mm-hmm. before. Um, but just, like, throwing these things in her face, and that is not gameplay. That is bullying in its finest, and it's mean, and it is unnecessary. And I hope that karma comes right back around and bites them, because mm-hmm. they deserve it. Um, I loved uh, the clip of Kimmy calling out her blue um, eyeliner. <laughs> because it made me think of okay guys when I was in high school there was this girl I'm not gonna say her name um, <laughs> Brenda uh, close <laughs> um, no but it did start with a B um, anyway we we hated each other call but her she B. Uh, B would always wear blue eyeshadow so Ooh. I would always call her blue eyeshadow did you yeah like whenever she would come around and be like blue eyeshadow is coming y'all. <laughs> like. And then one day she wore, our colors were blue and orange, so she would always wear blue, and then one day she wore orange, and it just, like, really threw me off. Um, (laughs) But anyway, when they had that clip, I, like, texted it to, like, everyone, all of my friends in um, high school that I still talk to. I, like, screen-capped it and, like, sent it and was like, who does this remind you of? I noticed she, like, no. She really does always wear blue eyeshadow, because when I made her sim, I was like, she always has blue eyeshadow on in these pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I love Kimmy, like, the fact that she was so aware of it, Mm -hmm. and Kimmy's one of my favorite things is when she does impersonations of people. It's always so funny. They're so, so on point. Good. Well, there's no space in the fridge. Okay, okay well, that's because you guys have seven open peanut butter containers. 
and then he's gonna, you know, pound his chest and think, I don't give a fuck if she's up on the block, pre-veto or not. Like, I'm gonna win the fucking veto. I just won HOH, I'm about to win the veto too. So, like, I don't buy Jess's whole, like, I'm like a mother and... Be nice, Kemi. Be nice, I Kemi. I can't see myself. Does that mean? It was an impersonation. I thought I it was good. Okay. Was it on point though? I don't know. I can't answer that question. She definitely speaks with um, her throat. Every time they're so good. And then Nicole will always be like, be nice, Kimmy. And we will be like, oh, I'm sorry. But it was so funny. <laughs> um, also, Bella was so, was irritating me when Nicole would be like, I want to sit here and have a conversation with you. I don't want this to be, like, I don't want you to deal with me like somebody who's uneducated. Like, we're both, you know what I mean? She wasn't telling her that she was uneducated. And then she was all like, oh, so I'm uneducated, I'm uneducated now. Do you guys hear this? She's calling me uneducated. It was like she was looking for something to just throw and just mm -hmm. smear in Nicole's face. But she was like, girl, do you realize that you're acting? She's yeah. saying you're acting like somebody who is uneducated in the way that you have a conversation as an adult. That's what you're doing. So why are you mad about it? This is just another one of your spins. Mm -hmm. Ooh, she's so annoying. Ooh. So so we're not Team Bella. <laughs> we're not Team Bella at all. I always, um, well, I canceled my feeds. So I've been only using BMX. Uh -huh. But <laughs> the BMX website says that they're the biggest Bella fan club. I was like, Why? What is there to be a fan of? I need to cancel my feeds. I haven't watched it. Minus the first week. Yeah, do that before I just, they like, charge stop. you again because they ain't getting no more of these dollars mm -hmm. at all. Um, they don't deserve it. So then we have um, so the Wacktivity situations. The Wacktivity powers are all divvied out. Why are you recoiling like that? <laughs> I don't know what is worse, snakes or cockroaches. Uh, that, uh, uh. Uh. How did you feel about that competition in general? I wouldn't have done it again. Again, really? they wouldn't even got me reading the instructions. I would have been gone. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not putting my hand in there. Also, I would have never been able to get any of that shit. I'm so bad at Are like you word puzzles like that. I would yeah. have got it so quick. No, I would have pushed those bugs out the yeah. way fast and been like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I was dying. Oh, Annalise could not spell Julie. I was like, girl, he <laughs> spelled Julie. <laughs> um, but now that the powers are out there. Um, Ovi, Jack, and Chrissy all had a power. Mm -hmm. I was irritated by Nick. Ovi was cooking or something, and Nick mm -hmm. was like, hey, Ovi, what is, what is your power again? Or how does your power work? In front of so many people in the kitchen. And I was like, how dare you, A, talk to him when y'all ain't supposed to talk game with anybody, right. especially out in the open. Yeah. And how dare you openly out his power to the whole house? Like, what? I, and I don't think there was any, rec like, any negative recoil for, from that because I don't know if they just didn't catch it or what, but I would have been livid if I was Ovi. But I don't remember Ovi ever confronting him. If I'm, He might have, and I just wasn't watching the feeds at the time. Yeah. But I just could not believe that he would do that. Um, and then Christy is telling everybody and their mama, she told the cockroaches, each and every one of them, <laughs> that she won the power after Not the competition. Each and, every one. <laughs> she, and you, I just won. <laughs> I just won. She did. The she did. I won. She told every aunt, like, she's telling everybody in the world that she has this diamond power of veto. And I just don't know if I would do that. How would you handle having a power in the house? Do you think that they're making the right decision by telling I people? I wouldn't tell anyone. Unless, like, I was about to go up and, like, I somehow could not use it. Then maybe I would use it to just kind of, like, throw it in their face, you know, or be like, hey, keep me because of this, you know? But other than that, I don't think I would... 
tell people I have a power. I feel like every other season we watch, most people don't tell people they have a power. I feel like this is like the first season where people have been like super open that they won. I don't understand it. It's like, this is your, like you have cards that nobody else has. Why would you want to show those cards to anybody? You know what I mean? Like, why would you like, play didn't like Like, Tyler this? have, like, a power last yeah. season? He didn't even tell Angela. He like, didn't tell show, anybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was in, keep that shit to yourself. Exactly. And, like, Jack, he didn't... He Well, he ended up telling Christy, who... It, so it spread. People knew that he has his power, too. But they're all very just, like, open secrets this season. Um, there were only, like, three people who didn't know Christy had the power, which was, uh, I think, Nicole and Kat and Cliff, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think everybody in the house knows... Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're at a point where where these powers are just being openly discussed, and we'll see how the rest of this week plays out and see if anything else gets used. Um, so then we have the vote, and Nick thought that Mickey casted the rogue vote, mm-hmm. um, and he was kind of on to that, but, I mean, it didn't really go anywhere because of the whole Nicole thing. They yeah. were able to turn around and spin it to Nicole, and that was irritating, too, because Nick had everything kind of pinned out but once Nicole's issues popped up he just pinned it all on her and it was just like how did you let Mickey get away from away from this? Well I think that he knew that Mickey casted the vote I think that he believed her when she said that she didn't cast the vote I think the whole Nicole Bella drama came out and since that's his baby girl you know he was like okay bye Nicole you know because I mean they had the whole conversation where he's like he, I, he pretty much said he wasn't going to put her up because of the vote or whatever. Yeah. So I think he just put her up because of the drama that she was having with Bella, and Bella was probably, like, putting Nicole up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So on Monday, you know, it's it's the longest time ever between the weekend and Thursday when they actually, like, vote somebody out. And so things just start to get so crazy, and the paranoia is just wild. But Christy is on a whole new level. Like, this is totally different. (laughs) She was, that whole segment gave me anxiety, and I (laughs) wanted to turn it off so bad. I was like, shut the fuck up, girl. Like... When she was, he was like Brussels sprouts, bro. And she uh-uh. was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she was so sure. I'm going home. I'm being put up. I'm being put up. <laughs> I just know I am. So Nick nominated Cliff and Jessica. So Christy was freaking out that she thought she was going to be the one to get backdoored and put on the block because. She just felt like Nick was was after her, and it was nothing but paranoia, and it was the wildest thing to watch. But she wasn't in any danger, and Nick was even like, "Girl, what are you? What is your problem?" <laughs> People were telling him that you need to go talk to Christy because she is out of control right now, and she's gonna destroy things. So at a certain point, Christy finally calms down, and then things spiral again, and it was so crazy. Is she? I I'm such a bad. I'm such a bad judge of character sometimes when somebody presents themselves in a wholesome way. I really thought Christy was going to give me something great. Just like I thought Caitlyn was going to give me something great. I always gravitate towards these people. She gave me trash. I always gravitate towards these people who seem to have a pretty good sense of self, but they have absolutely no emotional control and absolutely no emotional intelligence that they think that they possess. And it's always so (laughs) wild to watch. That spiral was... I mean, the spiral of a notebook that that wound up just like 
She she spiraled so out of control. She got me coughing just thinking about it. It was so stressful. Nick comes and he smooths everything over. He's like, no, everything's fine. We're getting out Nicole this week. Whoever wins the veto is going to use the veto. We're going to take Jessica off the block. We're going to put Nicole on the block. And we're going to backdoor her and send her home because of all the mess that she pulled this week just to get her out. Nick and Bella had this huge vendetta against Nicole. So then we get to the veto competition and Caitlin comes back. <laughs> Queen. And Grandpa Lou. I know. <laughs> I was surprised that they brought Grandpa Lou because she said that it was something she didn't appreciate or she didn't really like. Um, so I was. Kinda, she just needs to get over it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it just is what it is. We're always going to associate her with Grandpa Lou or Grandpa Lou with her. For sure. Both. Both, both ways. Yeah. Um, so she came back, and it was, like, the curse of Caitlyn in the puzzle or something yeah. like that. And they had to run into, like, this, this like, maze, mirror mm-hmm. maze, and find all their pieces and bring their pieces back and put together a puzzle of Caitlyn, but it was, like, a zombie Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, basically reminiscing on the BB-20 debacle. I wish that they I, – I like the whole zombie thing and, you know, making, like, it her w- worst nightmare. Oh, yeah. But I wish that it would have been the exact same puzzle that she had to do just so I could could see other people and how quickly they were able to do it. Absolutely. Because this one looked easier. There was, like, no balance, you know, because, like, her thing was, like, she couldn't get the legs to balance to do, like, the middle part. Right. So I wish that they would have done the exact same puzzle so I could see if someone could have done it as quickly. That would have been hilarious. The cat fucking flew through that shit. She killed it. Yeah. I was so impressed by by what she did. Um, But I also don't, I don't know if... They would have had to have some other, like, obstacles because that putting that puzzle would have been way too easy mm-hmm. for a veto competition. So I was happy that this one was a little bit more difficult. Um, but at the same time, Kat surprised me at how fast she was able to get it together. And, like, nobody else was anywhere near her. No. I was like, she... De- demolish this competition and Kat ended up winning the veto and I was like who saw this coming no literally even the house guests were like shook because they're like (laughs) we had no idea she could do this they've been like Kat ain't gonna win nothing (laughs) here she comes well she they had that whole like scene with her before and she was like this is my chance to show that like I can like win something because I haven't yet and I was just like oh they're about to make her look really stupid right and she won and I was like oh that's why they set it up like that (laughs) I don't know. My head just went to, they're going to make her look really stupid. I thought so, too. Um, but, yeah, Kat ended up winning the veto. And at the veto ceremony, she actually ended up using it on Jessica, which I was surprised that she did mm-hmm. um, because I felt like it was a little unnecessary for her to do. But at the same time, it, gave, it brought favor for her with Grateful because they wanted to get Nicole up. Yeah. Um, well, Nick wanted to get Nicole up. It was kind of funny to me too because I almost felt like they didn't really care that she won and they didn't really care that Jessica came off the block. It was kind of like uh, it was kind of like Jessica and Cat were in their own little world just doing stuff for themselves and they were just like yay we have to we get to play a game we're doing this yay and everybody else was just like okay girl. <laughs> um, so then Nick ends up nominating Nicole and Cliff and Nicole are on the block and both vulnerable to be evicted and become the final person in Cam comeback. Then we get to the eviction episode and they do like a spotlight on I wanted to sing that earlier when we were talking about Jennifer Hudson. So for you to bring it up made me happy. I was like, I got to take a moment to sing Spotlight real quick. (laughs) Whenever I hear the word Spotlight, that just like pops in my head. (laughs) So they have um, this camp comeback segment. 
and they go through David and Ovi and Kimmy and kind of talk about their struggles in the house and what they see for each other. Um, and it kind of bothered me because it really, it, it showed a little bit of how the house was being so disrespectful towards them, but it didn't really dive into it the way I thought that it would. I was driving home from work trying to listen to this episode um, while I was driving home, and I heard it when I turned it on. It was at the Kimmy moment, and I was like, "Oh, they're actually showing the, the mess shaker that." Thing? Yeah, I was yeah. like, "They're actually showing all the stuff that these people said." But then whenever I went back and watched the episode, I realized it was just that moment, and they did it for all three of them. Um, but like with David. Jackson sitting there and being so condescending and he was just like, if anything, Camp Comeback was your saving grace. And it was just like, shut up. And then Ovi was in Jack's HOH room and Jack was like, wrap it up, Ovi. You gotta go. And Ovi was like, yes, sir. I'm just washing my hands. And I was like, why would you ever call somebody sir like that? Like, it was just such a weird thing. Yeah, we. I don't think we talked about this or maybe we did on the last episode, but also little Ovi, when he was trying to get into the HOH room and they like showed that or whatever and he was like, it was like, they were bullying someone and he was like, I'm not going to like stand around and let them bully. Right. And then he went to go do something. I mean, he didn't do nothing. He, but he, he at least he tried. Wanted to. He it wanted was to sweet. so bad. It, it was, it was so sad to watch because yeah. they were so mean to him. And Bella was like, we don't care what you want or whatever she said. It was just like, y'all are so stupid. Um, but no, I, and then the whole shaker thing with Kimmy, which was just disgusting. It was so ridiculous. Like if there's a room in the fridge, and I want to put it right there. That, like, who cares? Who's going to stop me is my question. Yeah. Because, listen, this house is for right? all of us. If I want to put something in the refrigerator, guess where it's going to go? In, in the, the refrigerator. Yeah. And guess who ain't going to make me stop? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have lost your absolute mind, sir. And then him just being like, I'm saying this because I care, and I don't want there to be any, as he's, like, slapping the table, and like, I don't want right. there to be any bad blood. I'm saying this because I care, because I really like you, and all that. Like, shut up, dude. Like, I just love Kimmy's face. It's just like, she's uh-huh. like okay, sir. Uh-huh. Well, she didn't, definitely didn't say sir, but she yeah, was, I was gonna like, say, there was no sir. There was sir. not a sir in the vicinity. She was just looking at him like, you are so fucking dumb right she, now. I know. She was like, if you say so, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it was truly insane. Jack has lost his mind. I don't know. She's better than me because I don't know if I would have been able to hold my tongue. It made me sad when Kimmy said, I really want to be friends with everyone if they would just give me a chance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so real because they really didn't give her a chance at all and I really I I just don't understand where it went wrong because it just has been such a mess um, and then Kimmy was talking about she was like I just don't understand Jack's obsession with hating me like why does he is he always just like giving me shit and then Jack had the nerve to be well, like up. what's so special about you that you can put your stuff in the refrigerator that what's what's so special about you I would have thrown that shaker bottle right in between his eyes. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, it's going to stay in the fridge until we need to put something else in there, and then maybe I'll think about taking it out. But no, if there's open space and I want to cool my shit down, guess where? Yeah, it's and then, in the fucking fridge. And then Jackson brewed like four pots of coffee. Where did they all go? In the refrigerator. Who needs four co- pots of cold coffee for one person? Nobody. But who? Nobody said nothing. And then Holly put her cup in the refrigerator, and when he opened the door, it splashed on the floor, and he called her out on it, too. And it was just like, y'all ain't regulating this this way. Y'all ain't in charge. I don't care if you're HOH. We all have equal say in what goes on in this house. Yeah. So I don't care if you don't like what I'm doing. I'm finna do it. 
I understand the this fact. This house is my house. <laughs> this house is your house. <laughs> I understand like not having enough room for everybody, but at the same time, whose problem is that? If they, we can just take turns if need be. Right. Why do they all need to be in there at the same time? Right. They don't. It if, just is what it is. Eventually, hopefully, some of y'all gonna get in sl- on slop, so it'll be a little less room. Well, maybe. we are. We have slop. We this have week. slop now. Yeah, we have uh, have nots, and we'll talk about that in a minute. What were you about to say? Um, when Kimmy was saying, like, I don't understand why he's so obsessed with, like, hating me. And then Julie Chen was like, did you see her tweet? I don't know. You didn't see Julie twi- uh, Chen's tweet about this? I don't know. Ooh, what she said? What'd you say, Julie? So Kimmy said, Jack's obsession with hating me is confusing. And Julie Chen was like, well, Kimmy, a lot of people out there agree with you. <laughs> and used that gif. Oh, Miss J. She ain't wrong. A lot of people uh, are confused. There's, because we still don't have a good reason why any of these people in this house dislike her. There's not a single reason. Like, I understand playing the game, and you might think she's playing too fast, and she said your name, but none of that equates to the way that y'all had treated her at all. I was just shocked that Julie Chen said anything about it, like, even on Twitter or whatever. It probably like, was not Julie Chen, but... But, but it's <laughs> but coming it from her account. account. Yeah, right. it was so like, it's there's a blue... A yeah, it. it's a blue check mark by it, yeah. so it is... Julie Chen, in my opinion. <laughs> it's Julie Chen. It's Julie Chen approved. <laughs> so then we get to the eviction, and Cliff and Nicole give their speeches. And Nicole's speech cracked me up. I was I didn't expect that from her mm-hmm. when she was like. I mean, well, she'd been practicing all week. And oh, she didn't say she? nothing that she would. I just saw, like, a bunch of, like, clips on Twitter that people had, like, pulled of her, like, practicing her speech and being like, oh, here's your balls and shit, you know, oh, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that she was going to say. That would have been good. I, I do mm-hmm. remember that. But she was like, <laughs> a good friend told me to grab life by the boobs, but don't grab my boobs. I mean, maybe later <laughs> if, we, if we have to celebrate or something like that. House guests, hello, friends. Um, a very wise and strong woman told me to grab life by the boobs. And that's what I want you guys to do. Not grab my boobs, but I mean, maybe later we'll celebrate. I don't know. (laughs) But (laughs) I want you to make a strong move, make a smart move, do it for the game. And when you go in there, don't listen to your heart, don't listen to your gut, but listen to me and vote for me to stay. (laughs) But I was like, that was, it was so funny and endearing. It didn't even come off like it was like uncomfortable or anything. She was really cute. And then um, she was like, don't follow your head or your heart. Just, like, vote for me to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the perfect speech. It was the best speech of the season so far. And then we get to the vote, and we realize that, well, we've known all week that Grateful is going to blindside Nick and Bella and vote out Cliff and keep Nicole because Nick and Bella wanted Nicole gone. They were over her. They had said all that mess about her and they felt so satisfied that they were going to get her out. But everybody else was like, getting rid of Nicole is not really beneficial for our game. Cliff said that he was actively going to come after us. He, we overheard him like saying that he, he has clocked all of our situations and we need him gone over Nicole. We can bring Nicole into our side and she can work with us. We can make her a deal and I'm sure that we can bring her over. And that's what they did. And it was a beautiful sight to behold. Um, it ended up being a vote of six to four. Was it six to four? 
five, something like that. Yeah, it was like it was a vote of like six to four, six to five, and Nicole was safe and Cliff got evicted and Nicole and Nicholas were shook. It was hilarious. <laughs> and I was dying whenever Cliff was giving his hugs and he accidentally punched her in the face. <laughs> he hit that one. <laughs> I was like, ooh, things just work out, don't they? Just how they're supposed to. Um, so Cliff ended up being the fourth person to join Camp Comeback. And I was like, this is great because I'm sure he's going to lose and somebody else is going to come back. And they're going to go back in the house. And we're going to figure things out. And at this point, I was um, I was at the theater, in the theater for Lion King. And I was watching the last bit of the episode on the phone, on my mm. phone. And... Um, so they have this the comeback competition immediately after, and they, it was like a side. Do you remember the game Sidewinder where you mm-hmm. had to? It was basically like Sidewinder where you have to like navigate the ball down the little thing. That actually sounds kind of fun. I wish I had one. I want to try. <laughs> um, but uh, they had. I'm sure, they have it on Amazon. Probably. I'm gonna have to order. She me got that one. on Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they had the competition, and you had to get six balls. You had to sink six balls before. I think in like. Six minutes or two minutes or something like that? That was like three. Three, three minutes, minutes or maybe? something, yeah. Um, and, or the person who had the most balls at the end of the time limit wins. So the time gets going. Cliff gets a ball, like, right off the bat. I mean, that ball was just went right down that thing like it was no problem. It was no problem at all. And then nobody else makes any balls. Cliff is at, like, four balls before Ovi gets one. And then by the end, Cliff, <laughs> Julie comes on the speakers like, two minutes remain or one minute remains. And Cliff's like, I ain't going to need that long. And he just gets that ball right on down there and sinks all six of them with like 50, se- 50 seconds left on the clock. Mm-hmm. And I was so surprised and shook at how good he was at that competition. Like, he murdered it. Like, ugh, I was shook, <laughs> literally. I just don't know how he did it so quickly. I don't either. It was absolutely wild to watch. I believe that it was magnetized. Do like you? are saying on Twitter, yeah. It, I, there had to be some type of help. It just went too smoothly. That first ball that he, he did didn't even like drop one, I feel like. It went way too smoothly at first. Yeah. I was like, that is wild. Um, and I was really upset that he was the one that ended up going back in the house. Mm-hmm. I was um, upset he was the one that went back into the house until he won HOA. Absolutely. And then I was like, because I was like thinking, I was like, could any of the other ones win HOH? Like, I don't know if they would I would've. don't think they would have. But yeah, I was upset. I was just like, ugh, this season is so stupid. And then we had to watch Ovi and Kimmy and David gather their belongings and head on to the stage with Julie Chen. And I that told you picture, we should have been at that fucking episode. I mean, I'm not mad that we weren't there because it would have probably just made me sad to sit there and have to see that. No, but all our faves out. Right, once. but like, I just, mm, I, it was really uncomfortable for me to see those three walk out and have all brown faces sitting on that stage with this Asian woman. And just like, I commented on her picture that she posted with them, and I was like, I love the diversity. Y'all did such a good job. Because <laughs> that stage was hella diverse. Yeah. Don't mean the house was diverse, but that stage was absolutely diverse. But when I got out of the movie and I saw people talking about it, because I missed the interview part, because I turned my phone off after I saw Cliff one, um, people were so just like, irritated seeing that picture Mm -hmm. and just seeing people's perspectives on it and how they felt about the whole situation just made me feel even worse about the way that all this has gone down and then to to 
to watch it back and see all of the alley oops that Julie served to Ovi and David, these questions that they absolutely could have answered and really like tried to say something that explained the the environment of the house or the reality of the house and they didn't do you know they completely missed the ball like the because i think they genuinely like didn't know i think that they somewhat got it and like they saw it but like they didn't fully understand what was happening and that's what i was saying earlier it's like i feel like julie was trying to like push them to kind of get them to talk about it without her just being like you know this is what's going on and people were mad that she wasn't more blatant about it but i don't think it's her place to really be that blatant about it um I mean, I think she, she did it to Aaron, so she she, well, she can that do it. Well, that was, I mean, but Aaron had to speak, like, she had to call her out on what she did. Yeah. Those people didn't really do anything. They didn't do anything, but it's, so like, it's like, it's still a discussion she, that she could have, she could have led and, like, had. It, she absolutely Because she was trying have. to have it. But you that's, could tell. I think as a journalist, that's the way to get somebody to talk about things and open up. Because she, those questions were perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, David even said he was right at the door to talk about it because, when he got evicted, he said, I just wanted to show African-American people in a different light, and I wanted to do better. And he, when he said, I just wanted to go farther, I wanted to be able to go farther, that's what he was. That's exactly what he was alluding mm-hmm. to. And you can see his face processing, and you can see the change of demeanor that he like completely pivoted away from what he was really going to say. Yeah, I think he said further, and then he also said, I think he was like, I wanted it to be different this season, or exactly. something like that. I wanted and it to that's be where, different yeah, this season. And that's where it was like, okay, like he's kind of getting it. Exactly. He got it in that moment and completely pivoted away from it. And then I don't think Ovi or Kimmy, I don't think either, maybe Kimmy, but Ovi definitely didn't really seem to like get it at all. Kimmy, I don't, she didn't really ask Kimmy a question that would have, would have um, given her the opportunity to really speak. Mm -hmm. But the question that Ovi, because she was like, so Ovi, I know you felt ostracized in the house. And she was like, basically asking him to talk about that. And he, he completely dropped the ball with it. But at the same time, I know we had a completely different perspective than yeah. they did. So it's kind of hard to put those expectations on them because they don't have all of the knowledge that we have. And that's, in general, with this show, it's hard to to um, operate because we see things so much differently than people in the house see things. Mm-hmm. And we get a bird's-eye view of the whole situation, and they don't really know everything. Yeah. Um, so that's why I, A, was happy to see Kimmy speak out about the way she felt about after seeing a lot of the stuff that we got to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't seen Ovi or David really do that yet. And I haven't listened to um, their exit interviews with um, Rob Sestrino or anybody yet. But I, I did hear that they talked about, they told Kimmy that, that Tommy and Christy knew each other. And she was like, hold on a second, that's not fair. Like she mm-hmm. like, I, I, I need to go and listen to it so I can get a complete understanding yeah. of what their perspective was on that. Uh-huh. But I am very interested to hear what people have to say about that. Because, yikes. They haven't played up on that at all. Literally none. That's what, I mean, and that just makes me feel like um, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Like they, because they haven't used it in any way. Yeah. The same thing with Holly and Kat knowing each other. And even if they never met before, whatever their situation is, there was still a connection there. Mm-hmm. And Holly and Jackson had a connection previously before. Like they follow each other on Instagram. And then come to find out, Jackson's roommate knows Holly. And also knows Corey from BB-18. And so it's just like all these people, all these connections, it's just really uncomfortable. And I just don't understand why they can't get out of the cesspool of Instagram, quote unquote, beautiful people that they want on this show. It's, (laughs) what? 
have to start singing beautiful girls but oh. <laughs> <laughs> your way to um but none of them are that beautiful to me so yeah no um especially mm, they are trashy yeah so it's just it's frustrating it's so annoying um but then we get some good news well some some news that at least feels some better news yes yeah, better than anything else we've really heard um this could have gone so many different ways but when the feeds come back, Clifford the Hog is having a hot hog summer. He came in with that key around his neck, and he is the new HOH. And I was like, hold on a second. Cliff really has done so much this week. He got, a, he got nominated. Well, he, he, got, he outed himself with that thing. Uh-huh. He got nominated, got evicted in a blind side. And then won his way back into the house and then won HOH. Like, that is a week if I've ever heard it. Mm -hmm. And it was so impressive to me. And I know that we both have issues with Cliff. And I know that your issues stem a little deeper than mine. (laughs) But it was such, it was very, I was very happy to see Cliff in this position. And to see Cliff succeed in this way because it really shook the house and changed all of the dynamics and the way that things were heading. Um, how did you feel when you found out that he won HOH? I mean, I was happy because even though I do not like Cliff, um, there's nobody else in the house that I wanted to win. So, you know, I mean, other than Nicole, but that wasn't going to happen. So when I heard that he won, I was super excited. And I was like, let's see what he does. And then he didn't let me down. He, he just made not. me even more excited. And I was like, Clifford I still don't not, like you, but like I'm, I'm gonna be with you this week because you're doing the I'm, Lord's work. The Lord is, is with us, and I hope that the follow through comes through because Cliff has done what he needed to do. And as somebody who is a fan of this game, I had expectations on him to actually do something positive with his HOH, um, and he so far is is holding up his end of the bargain. And for the first time, I'm I'm seeing. Um, somebody makes smart, really smart decisions that are completely game-based and completely um, void of personal issues and completely void of um, like personal gain in a in a a negative way or you know there's literally no strings attached to this other than I'm going to do what I need to do to make myself get a little farther and put a crack in your side and he nominated Jack and Jackson and I feel like that's such a boss move and he was just like you can call me boss <laughs> I was like okay Clifford we'll call you Cliff <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll call you Cliff <laughs> but yeah I'm I was really impressed and I'm really happy with the way that things have gone so far it reminds me a lot of scotty's hoh last season putting up brett and winston because nobody else in the house really made any moves that made sense on a even though his was completely personal because they went after they went after steve but at the same time them he felt like they were going to come after him not that we need to talk about bb20 but i am excited to see where this goes but we also found out that jackson won the veto so now i don't know where things are going to go it's up in the air. We have like three. What is? We have like th- three days, four days to figure out what's gonna happen. And you know, with Christy in the mix, it's gonna be a mess. I mean, I wasn't happy that Jackson won veto, but at the same time, he's part of my draft, and oh I'm currently God. in first place. So that's <laughs> more points for me. But the other guy didn't put. Will did not put Cliff in his draft, and with all these wins Cliff has, yeah. you would be giving a run for your money. <laughs> Just gonna keep that lead spot. <laughs> I was also cracking up that 
Jackson one veto on Rockstar's daughter's birthday. I was like, how dare he? How disgusting. Disgusting. Cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Happy birthday, Aradia. <laughs> we love a BB national holiday. So this week, Cliff apparently made a deal with Christy. I haven't really gotten super caught up because I've been busy this weekend. But now that Jackson's won the veto, Christy is being pressured to use her diamond power veto power, which would let her turn Jackson's veto into a diamond power veto, giving him the power to remove himself from the block and choose his replacement, which has been talked about to be Bella. So that would be very interesting if that happened. I wouldn't be mad to see Bella leave. She honestly deserves to just head on home this week. Um, but I also would rather see Jack leave than to see Bella leave. So it's going to be really interesting. I think it's, I just really hope Jack goes home because I think it's going to be easier to get Bella out like next week, you know, than it is to get Jack out. I feel like if he makes it past this week, it's going to be hard for oh, them to so get hard. him out. They need to just like get, let him go. Um, for the veto com uh, competition, though, they Jack used his power as well. So if Chrissy mm -hmm. does use her power, all the powers will be gone, which will be a great thing for the rest of the season. Uh, the original veto picks, I think Jessica and Sam and somebody else um, got picked to play. Mm -hmm. And they re-rolled, and it was still Sam, Annalise, and Kat that got picked. Oh, it was Holly the first round mm -hmm. as well. I could have switched a couple of those. But it really wasn't that much better. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Jackson ended up winning, so it doesn't really matter. But the role really wasn't that much better. But I'm yeah. happy that it's gone, and yeah. now he can't have it for the rest of the game. <clears throat> Good try, buddy. Good try. Yeah, but he... This deal that Cliff made with Christy, apparently Cliff pro is promising to backdoor Bella. And it's like, just let Jackson use his veto. I'll put Bella on the block. We'll vote Bella out. But some people are saying that Cliff is lying mm -hmm. and that he's going to put up Christy or, like, put up Tommy or somebody, um, which would be, I mean, amazing. If it was Jack and Christy next to each other. Listen, <laughs> the gates of heaven would open up and the doves would sing. I would become a Cliff stan. <laughs> Listen. At least for that episode. For the, for the week. Cliff, I've, I am in the process of, like, trying to figure out how I feel about Cliff. Because he's he's playing a good he's doing really really well this week. I would love to see Jack still on the block with somebody ingrateful. I hope that Cliff is absolutely lying to Jackson and to Christy and does not follow through with what he says. Because this is Big Brother Christy. Sir. Oh and my Cliff, god, that would be so great. Cliff's family was like, Dad, do yeah, what you need I to do. That. You can lie, <laughs> you can cheat, you can promise, swear whatever, on us, swear on anything. We do not care. And I was like, yes, just get it done, get it done. But yes, God, come through. We need this week. We need at least one good week of this season, something that feels positive because mm -hmm. this season ain't felt nothing but negative for the whole the whole thing. Um, and I just realized that they haven't been doing HOH rooms this season. They haven't on the episodes, but, I mean, they've been doing them in the house. Yeah, um, but, like, usually they're like, who wants to see my HOH room? Right, and but there has been – maybe they'll do it tonight for Cliff because – he has his family. He's a yeah. family man. Well, I hope his family sent him, like, secret messages, like, hidden in their, like, letter that, like, tells him that he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. That would, see, that's a, I mean, I'm sure they would have had that conversation before he left, because he, you know, they're fans of this game. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> well, let's talk about some gossip in the house, because it's been a little interesting recently. So, apparently, some of the girls in the house have crabs. Or some kind of like 
brash or something. I saw. <laughs> you guys are so gross. <laughs> Someone made a gift. <laughs> Can you speak? Because <laughs> it's so stupid. So <laughs> we made a gif of Holly in the bed with Jackson, and it shows a little crab going underneath <laughs> the covers. <laughs> oh my god! Continue with the story, and I'm gonna see if I can find this. I quick. did not see that. I was dying. I was gonna retweet it, but then I was like, let me not put this on my timeline. I'm just gonna like it. <laughs> so. The girls in showmances have been using the shower to do their thing. And all of those girls have been talking about how in between their legs they've had rashes or they've been itching and having issues. And they've gone to the DR and gotten creams and all kind of different things. And they were they were talking about how they were uncomfortable because they had to talk about their the actions that they were doing in the house and who they were doing them with. And just like really crazy stuff because... It's so disgusting if somebody went in the house and actually had an STD and passed it around, and now all these girls are in the house struggling and, like, just, like, uncomfortable and openly talking about it. Like, it's so awkward. It's such a weird... It's such a weird situation. Like, obviously, these things happen in the world, but, like, y'all are on a live feed on the internet 24-7. Why would you want all that business to be out in the world? It's very strange. And very unsanitary. I would not want to be. I'd be like, y'all can keep the HOH room. I'm good. I'm going to sleep down here in my bed. <laughs> I'm trying to find it, but I can't. But I found this one that says, crabs hate this alliance as much as we do. Team crabs. And it's a <laughs> crab with like a knife. <laughs> I love Twitter. People I'm are dying. so funny. I have to find this though. This is so funny. I can't believe that I didn't. And I was hollering because Kat was like, yeah, Holly was talking about her crabs. <laughs> like, she just openly said that, like, so just, like, nonchalantly. It was so funny. Well, I don't know how it's just the girls that haven't. Like, crabs spread like crazy, so it seems like the guys would have it as well. I know. And it's like... There's no way you fucking someone and then they don't, like, get on you. I have no idea what, what their situations are. But Jack and Holly were doing stuff on the feeds last night with the lights on, in camp comeback bed. It was so awkward. I was like, what is going on? Like, why? Y'all need to relax. It's it's so interesting to see how people act in these situations because I just don't, I don't know what kind of decision-making skills these people have. You can't find it. I can't find <laughs> it. So if you guys are listening and you've seen that gift, please send it to me. Because <laughs> it's too, cause I fucking seen hilarious. It. It's like literally, it's like, I think she's like pulling the cover up too or whatever. So it's like, it's like the crab comes under and she like pulls the cover up. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, but Bella and, and Holly and Annalise have been dealing with this. Um, but Holly seems to have the worst situation. Also, Miss Catherine apparently came into the house with a boyfriend that she had for 1.5 years. And this man has been online talking about how devastated he is and how embarrassed he is. And she had sex with Jackson the first week in the house. And it's just like, why? Like, what? Are, what is going on? I just don't understand people's decision-making skills. I also read somewhere that Bella had a boyfriend, too. Apparently something like that. And I don't know what's going on with Bella, but she was having breakdowns or something this weekend, and she was upset like about family situations and all of these different things. And I don't know if she just has a lot of guilt that's being like pent up 
and maybe that's why she is the way she is because she doesn't know how to communicate mm-hmm. or something. And she was also so- talking about, she was also telling a story to Christy about how like she did something that like caused her friends to not talk to her and like outcasted her. And she like w- was like self-harming herself and all kind of like, you know, really personal stuff. And I, you know, it's everybody goes through situations and I hate to see somebody who has gone through situations like that and turn around and treat other people in a way where they could be affecting their mental health. Which, you know, I know that everybody goes through situations where you're not in the best space and you might say something that might trigger somebody else. But it's annoying and hypocritical to me to watch her want sympathy but not give sympathy to other people, especially people who haven't done anything wrong. Um, So it's just very strange. Mm -hmm. And then also apparently Jackson had 14 counts of domestic assault charges against him only 14 (laughs) (laughs) but they also said that it wasn't true so i don't know what the truth is but he's also in a fraternity that got shut down at ut for hazing and i think sexual assault and all get shut down or shouldn't they all be shut down my fraternity was not shut down but we did have a situation so let me shut up (laughs) (laughs) like i said (laughs) maybe not shut down but they should all be shut down um it wasn't a real situation though it was a lie but Mm -hmm. you know people don't always they're not always honest but still it's a mess and it's jackson i just don't understand how he was cast if he if he has all these, like, he was arrested, him and Jack being arrested and all these other things. I'm sure there are people out there with clean records who are beautiful to look at and who could come and play this game. Like, why are we casting these raggedy people? You know what I mean? Like, what is going on? Casting, we need to have a talk. I really would love to have a talk with everybody at Big Brother. Like, let me just be a consultant for one season because something's got to change. We're in 2019. This can't go on. Yeah. It ain't, and it ain't hard. That's the thing. It's not hard. It's like, what are y'all, what, why is it so difficult for y'all to get this together to have a presentable show that you can go a season without having all these racist issues and all these other stupid issues and all these trash people? Like, it ain't necessary. Again, like I said, I think it's just that they, I don't say, I, I'm, I'm not going to say they cast knowing that it's going to happen, but. All press is good press, so they don't really care because we're still watching and they're getting their name in the news. Because if it was a season without any of this stuff, it wouldn't be in TMZ. It wouldn't be like on the thing, so they'd be losing press. You know, they'd be so. losing press, but they would be gaining loyal fans who want to support the show. But and spread as, word of mouth is is a lot better than trash. But I as think. you said, they don't care about us. The casuals are happy, and that's all they care about because they're our views. So, you know what. Us Twitter people, and I'm, I'm including myself now because I bought the feeds. <laughs> I may not watch it, but you know what we think doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it doesn't affect them. It, I mean, it doesn't affect them now, but on the, in the long run, I think it absolutely does. Well, I think it's what we had. Uh, we had this discussion last week, you know, where it's like I was saying, you know, they should like call them out or something. And you were like, oh, well, the casuals pretty much run the show and all that stuff. They're still going to watch. So it, the same applies to this situation right now. You know, it's not for... Everybody else, it's for the casuals who watch. And so, at but that's why I think there needs to be a change. Like, there needs to be, because you can appease the casuals and also have a show with integrity and mm-hmm. a show that. But then you lose all the headlines. 
You don't have to. You can you if you do the right this thing. This year can, of season this season of Big Brother, everyone's really nice to each other and there's <laughs> nothing going on. That's I don't all want that nice we have to people. Report. And see that's the thing. I don't I don't but, like you're not gonna get on TMZ unless you do something scandalous or say something, you know, like racial. Scotty was or, on Scotty was on TMZ for his thing. That was scandalous, but it wasn't like horrible. Like I didn't mm-hmm. think it was something super offensive. You know what I mean? It, it, you can still get a headline, but not have to be racist or have have all of this trash in the house. There's still ways to do it, and that's why casting is so important and having good twists is so important. If you're gonna do a twist, you can you you can do a twist that can change things up, and that'll make headlines if you mm-hmm. do it the right way. They just gotta get smarter and more creative, and they have so many resources. There's no reason that they shouldn't be able to come up with something yeah. to really make this show worth watching because right now it's honestly not worth watching yeah. unless. The only reason I'm still watching is because I've been watching since I was 10 years old. It's a part of my world, like yeah. my yearly part existence. <laughs> my yearly existence includes Big Brother. And if it wasn't for that, my loyalty to the idea and love for this show, I would not be here anymore. Yeah. BBLTT is the only reason I'm still here because I was done after BB18. Done. Um, but if you would have applied for the season and made it on, how do you think you would have fit in this cast? And how do you think you would have navigated? How do you think you would have fit into this house? I, I don't, I don't know. I think that, I mean, like we talked about this. I feel like I would have had a lot of trouble in this house because I feel like I would have, I don't know. I have that personality where I can like, I feel like I kind of, whoever I'm, I'm around, like, I kind of, like, transform to, like, that. But I also, like, don't like when people are bullying and people are, like, mean to other people. So I think that I'd be having a really hard time with that. I think that I would have definitely said something, just like we've talked about before. Now, I don't think I would have... Well, let me, well, like, let, me let me say, that I, I feel like I would have said something gently to begin with. Oh, I would sure. have tried to like gently like said something, no, but then sure. when nobody listens to me, that's when I get angry. So I would have got, I would have probably popped off by now and been right. like yelling at someone. But like, who do you think you would have aligned with? How do you think you would have dealt with the initial like banishment situation? How do you think you would have been with the I don't squirrel? think I would have been banished <laughs> at first. I feel like I would obviously not have been banished. I would have made it past that. Um, and I would have loved the squirrel. I would have given it a <laughs> hug. But like, would you, who would you have voted for for camp counselor or like, or camp director? Um, I would have voted for probably Jackson, because everybody else was. I mean, that's like at the beginning, nobody knew who anybody was. Of right. course, I'm gonna go with like the group. Um, but maybe I would have sat in that room and told Jessica I, sh- I was gonna vote for her too. I don't know. I'm gonna need you to get a little more creative. <laughs> I would have voted for Holly. <laughs> I would have just Holly sounds good. I mean, we all know that I like her. So I probably would have just been like, hey Holly, I want to vote for you, girl. I think I don't think I would have let Jackson. I would have probably tried to not let Jackson be the camp counselor. Because I definitely would have been playing into the idea of stereotypes, but they all fit into the mold and they always follow that same trajectory usually. Mm-hmm. I said always and usually, so they cancel each other out. But you know what I mean. But like I really think I would have tried to fight against the alpha males having control right off the bat. I don't think you would have that early. I don't I think you would have. would have. You would have jeopardized your game like from the beginning. But I don't think so. I think that's. But we had we didn't we didn't really see how all that went down because some of the retails we've heard make it seem like things weren't that way and that 
it was certain people who made things shift and not so much the two people that were um, being voted for, uh, or not the two people, but the two main people. Um, but I would have been very uncomfortable having an alpha male mm. run the house from the jump. Yeah. Because I knew well, that would set the I would the be pace. comfortable with it, but I'm not going to push boundaries at the very first day. Well, I, I know for me, being a black person in the house, I have to set myself up in a way where I at least need to, um, you know, I, it would probably be best for me to like fall back and not say anything, but I, I feel like that changed the whole course of the game. And I would rather put myself out there to try to stop the inevitable than to just end up like David banished and not back in the house. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I would have wanted to do that, but I probably, I also was wondering, I don't know if I would have been able to fit in with the cool kids in the house. I feel like I would have tried to because I knew they had the numbers, mm -hmm. but I definitely would have gravitated towards Kimmy and Nicole. Um, because I'm, I'm the type of person that I absolutely could fit in with the cool kids, mm -hmm. but I also would absolutely not want to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard for me to go against my natural nature to mm -hmm. do what I know I need to do other than doing what I feel drawn to do. Um, so I think that I would have ended up with Nicole and, and Kimmy. Um, See, I think that I would have... Um preferred to be around Nicole and Kimmy, but I also know that how to get my way to like straight men and through women. So I feel like I would have been friends with Holly and Annalise. Absolutely. I can see me like sitting around the pool talking to them and like being friends with them to like get to like the guys. I could see myself talking. I, I could see myself being with Holly too, like talking with Holly. Mm -hmm. um, probably Kat too, because she's so goofy. Um, Annalise bores me though. I probably would have been so bored having to talk to her. Uh, but no, I feel like... I feel like I could have made my way in this situation, um, but I, I also know that I have a much better understanding of the game than most of those people probably would. Mm -hmm. So I would, I probably wouldn't be as afraid to 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 make some moves as I think that some of them might have been. Um, but I don't know. It would have been really tough, and but I definitely would not have have allowed, if, especially people that I'm close with, to be trash to other people. Because who has time? Like, why waste your time being trash? It's ridiculous. What are you thinking? You're looking real weird. I'm gonna need some ver <laughs> some some words. Nothing. Say what you need to say. I I said it already. Say it again. I don't know. I just think it's funny when I talk about people standing up for other people. It's uh, they don't want to mess up their game type of thing. And then it's like now we're talking about it. And it's like, oh, I would have stood up and I would have done this. When it's like two weeks ago, you were talking about not messing up a game. So what right. is the truth? <laughs> Why would you not say that? <laughs> like the whole point is to have a conversation. Don't hold back. Mm hmm. The I just, like, we've had this conversation, like, every episode. <laughs> no, we had, we did, but we had this conversation about Cliff, not about each other. Um, I'm looking at other people playing the game. Mm -hmm. But when it's me, I have a pretty good understanding on how I would move. So, if I feel like I would do something a certain way, then that's how I would do it. You know what I mean? Just okay. because I'm okay with somebody else doing something better for themselves, I am still able to make choices that I feel are, are good for me to navigate what I'm in control of. 
And I think that's okay. I don't think that's hypocritical. I wish they would have put us on this season since they had people who knew each other. I wish we would have tried it out. We would. <laughs> I wish we would have been on this season. I wonder because you were like, after that dream you had, you were like, I'm never playing anything with you because you're going to bow me out and I'm going to have anxiety and we're not doing that. <laughs> I just wonder how it would have went down. It would have been interesting. But guess what? We ain't on there, so <laughs> too bad. <laughs> and thank God. What would our alliance name be? Mm, what would our alliance name be? Julie Girl. <laughs> I We're say, promoting our our podcast from inside the Big Brother house. Julie Girl Alliance. <laughs> Listen Spotify. after the season's over. Um, I always wonder, like, if I did an alliance, so I would want to have a fun name, like something, or no. not a fun name, but something. Well, if like, we did it, you would have to leave first, so because I don't know how to upload stuff. So like, <laughs> well, there wouldn't be any episodes until you get back. So if you, if I was on the block, I'd be like, James, you really need to put yourself up here. Like, I can't be up here. You need to go home and make a podcast. No, I would, be, I would be like, we would absolutely need to find somebody else and be like, y'all just take over the podcast while we're on the season, <laughs> and then we'll go and talk to y'all while we're. In like the HOH room or something, and then y'all can upload it to the podcast. Right. That's what oh. we do. We just lock ourselves in the HOH room for two hours. What are you guys doing? We're, Don't worry about it. Business. <laughs> We're talking game. <laughs> Go away, Ovi. <laughs> I will take chocolate chip cookies. Thank you. <laughs> God bless. I finally finished my Sims intro video. I didn't even want to do one this year because I hate these people. Um, but I finally finished, and I, I did it, like, with their at, like, their, I gave them all their own, like, at signs, or their, what is it, what's the word? I gave them all their own, like, Twitter usernames based on how I feel about them. Mm. Um, so <laughs> it was fun because I was just like, I need an outlet to hate them even more. So it was fun. It was good. Excited, but I'm finally done with all those things, and I loved all the all of the the love that people gave about the Sims house. It was so much fun to do, mm-hmm. um, but people really loved it, and I love seeing all the pictures of it in your games, and it's so much fun. Um, so yeah, is there anything else? Can you like share your house with other people to use or something? Yeah, it's on the gallery. It's if you go to the gallery and go to BB Team North, you can find the BB Twenty One house, and in the description, there's a link that you need to download the custom content to make everything work right. And I did use all the packs, so if you don't have all the packs, you might be missing some objects or different <laughs> things. You just ain't got a bed. <laughs> but you can always replace it and still just use the, you know, the, the actual structure of the house will absolutely go through no matter what version of the game you have. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. How would you like to see the rest of the season progress? Like after this Cliff HOH, what, what do you think could happen that would make the season still be interesting to watch. Nicole wins HOH. Mm, who would you want her to put up? Um, well, I really hope now that it is Jack and Christy up. Oh, me too. I really hope that's what happens. I hope Jack goes home. Then in a dream world, Nicole would win. Probably not, but in a dream world, she would win. Um, I would even accept cat winning. I mean, who else can win that would actually work with, like, Cliff and Nicole? Jess, I guess, but yeah, Jess, is, Jess. Jess be picking stupid people for the veto, so I don't so know. Dumb. She, she's so dumb. <laughs> and do you do you think if Nick or Bella won, that they would still go after the outcast people? Now that they know that they got blindsided and mm-hmm. that her, their alliance is not with them 100%, 
they mentioned that they would still put up Nick and Bella. I mean, that they still would put up Nicole, but I feel like that would be so stupid for them to do because Nicole could work with them potentially if they want to get farther in this game. Yeah. Because they need to get really grateful. They got to break these people down. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they realize that, so I think they'd still put the outcast out. So ridiculous, yeah. but we'll see. I would really like to see um, a Nicole or a Sam HOH because I think Sam needs Sam needs to distinguish himself in the house a little bit more. Everyone's obsession with Sam. I don't think he's as great as everyone's talking about. What? Let's talk about it. I just, I mean, what there's nothing more think? for me to say. I just don't enjoy him. I don't like really think that he's as cool and great. And I, I don't know. When Kimmy said that like she wanted Sam to win, I was kind of like, what? Like, I get it. He's fine. He's okay. I hate him less than a lot of people in the house, but I still don't love him, and I still don't want him to win. And I think, you know, given the opportunity, if he won HOH, he's still going to come after, like, the underdogs versus Grateful. You think? I think so. Because it, I, I think that he's still trying. Like, he knows that they have it without him, but I feel like he's still trying to fit into it. True. I and don't see him mention... talking game with any of the other. I don't see him sitting around talking to Nicole and, like, you know, being like, oh, well, let's work together because we're obviously on the outside, you know? Well, I he see him. He was talking to Nick and Bella, and he mentioned putting up Jess or something like that. And they were like, what are you talking about? No, we got, they're not with us. We can't, we have to get rid of, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're going to come after us. Mm -hmm. We can't do that. So, they're aware that they're on the outs. I just don't know if they're willing to take the shots and to really reform and rebuild the way that they need to. Yeah. Um, but once Cliff's HOH is done, I'm hoping that Cliff goes back into the house and tries to regulate things because he has to have a team around him if he wants to succeed. So they're going to have to do something. And mm -hmm. Cliff is pretty good with with Nick and Sam and them So and Nicole. So I think that he could be that nucleus for something to form, but I don't know if it actually will. Yeah. But I, I love Sam personally. I think that he is, he's annoying, and I do question his some of the stuff that he says. But he is him. He's like my favorite house guest. At the what did he say like, this not, last week? He said to like Jackson, "Have you ever had like a double bagger oh or yeah, something?" I, I saw that. I was like, I hate men. They're so stupid. Um, and I, he's not my favorite house guest, but he's my he's my pick to win. Sam and Nicole are, like, the people that I kind of want to go far. I mean, has Holly said anything problematic? Um, Other than just getting crabs? Has she done anything else that's, I like... I mean, she'd be having sex in the daylight <laughs> on the I mean, feed if, and... Get it, get a girl. I mean, yeah, she I'm not going to sex really, shame you. I'm not going to slut shame her either, but it's just, like... Um, it's a choice. It's a choice. A choice um, that she has made. Especially with Jackson's old parallelogram face. Um, I mean, they're just going to keep passing the crabs back and forth if they don't stop for at least <laughs> They might have days. a crab boil. Um, it's going to start getting everybody's beds. And the they, whole house is going to get crabs. Um, it's just it's disgusting. If it is crabs, whatever it is, it's a mess. Remember the real world? I can't remember what season it was. It was like when I was in high school and like the house got scabies. I do not remember that. I just remember because all of us were laughing at the word scabies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fun word. Um, but yeah, I guess we will see what happens next with this mess. That is BB21. <laughs> Vogue. I'm voguing as he Do you says watch that. Pose? Of course I watch Pose. Okay, good. Just checking. Um, if you don't watch Pose, everybody should watch Pose. Next it's amazing. episode's going to fuck us up, I can tell. I don't know if anything can mess me up like that one with the last, not the last episode, but the one before. Candy. Ooh, candy episode. Honestly, 
That one was sad, but it was like a happy sad. It was a happy sad, but it just got me. Oh no, it got like everyone. Those, you can't those, like not, not, especially when the parents come in. That's what destroyed me. Ooh. That moment, and, and just thinking about not giving your child the love yeah. that they deserve when they're here because exactly. you don't really understand the situation. But still, the acceptance at like the end. Uh. It was, it, was beautiful. Beautiful. it was a beautiful. It was a beautiful episode. episode. If you're not watching Pose, you should. It is a, a great thing to look forward to while you're dealing with BB20. Have you been watching Are You the One? I have not. I need to catch up. I, I love just, this season. Are it's you wild. watching uh, Love Island? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't have time for that shit. It's a mess, but I've been watching Winston's it. Winston's on that shit, right? I know. No. Yeah. Um, I've been watching it, um, and it's interesting. It's kind of boring. Like, there really ain't much for me to take. Um, from it, but it, I just turn it on in the background and listen to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't think it's gonna last. But mm-hmm. welcome to the cesspool that is CBS. Woo, y'all! Well, thank you for tuning in to BB Twenty One, Julie Girl Podcast with BB Team Northern at Zach Taps. <laughs> well, y'all, um, thank you for tuning in, Zach. Yeah. Do you have any final words? Have a great week. Yeah. Go see The Lion King. <laughs> and drink water. Lots and lots of water. Stay hydrated. I got a new air conditioner today, and I'm so excited about it. Because the old one I had was a little trash. So this summer, I'm going to kick it. Yes, I got, I got my tools ready to go. Interesting. Um, yeah, and I got a good deal on it. It was originally like five hundred dollars. Oh I got two fifty. I was like, "Look at God!" It was so expensive. I mean, it's expensive, but it is worth the state of mind. It is, but still, I would rather have a high bill than high heat in my house. Feel that? Ain't nobody got time. No. Well, y'all, thanks for tuning in, and until next week, holler at your Bye. boys. Bye. Julie girl, Julie, Julie, Julie.